make the most of your life. When you remove the blocks that are holding you back, you can bring inspiration, passion, and purpose to yourself and those around you. This is the Hoffman Connection with your hosts, Raz and Grossi and Ed McLoon. Our hosts and their guests will give you the tools that you need to improve yourself by bringing you closer to what really matters. Now, here's your host. Hello, I'm Raz and Grassi uh, with the Hoffman Institute. Welcome to the Hoffman Connection. We're coming to you live from beautiful Northern California, Marin County, just over the bay from over the Golden Gate Bridge from San Francisco. And uh, if you haven't heard of the Hoffman Institute, we're celebrating 45 years as a leading personal development program worldwide. And our, our motto is when you're serious about change. And when you're serious about change, we're here for you. We have 16 sites in 11 countries and have helped over 85,000 people worldwide with our amazing eight-day retreat of personal development and discovery. My co-host is Hoffman teacher and psychotherapist Ed McClune. Ed, are you here? I am, Raz. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. And uh, we put the process on here in the United States 30 times a year, thereabouts, uh, on our sites both in the Napa Valley and on the East Coast. And if you'd like to learn more about the Hoffman process every Tuesday afternoon at 4 o'clock Pacific time, you can uh, tune in to or participate in an introduction call. And if you'd like more information about that as well as the Hoffman process and all our programs, um, feel free to go to our website, hoffmaninstitute.org, and all the information is right there. And here to introduce our guest this afternoon on the Hoffman Connection, we'll send it back to you, Raz. Thanks, Ed. Uh, joining us today is John Leland, and John has been a marketing communication expert on the leading edge of whatever it has meant to be a, a communications expert in marketing for about 40 years, and he's the founding director of Creative Services at USA Network. He's a keynote speaker, an award-winning video writer, producer, and director, and an internet marketing specialist. John is the author of a new book, Internet Marketing, Eight Key Concepts Every Business Must Know. And so we're going to be talking to him primarily about internet marketing today. And the first three callers will receive a copy of John's latest book that I just mentioned, Internet Marketing, Eight Key Concepts Every Business must know. It's a fantastic book. It's only about 85, 90 pages long, so you can get, and very well illustrated, so you can get right through it. Um, so, John, are you there? I am. Thank you so much for having me on. Well, it's our pleasure. And, John, um, you know, we're, most of us think as, of, of marketing as, uh, the opposite of authentic, authenticity. In other words, we think we're being sold stuff all the time. But you make the distinction between new marketing and old marketing, and you say that authenticity is one of the keys in new marketing. Could you uh, explain what you mean by that? Sure. You know, it, it's, uh, it's an interesting world that we live in, and I think that we're undergoing uh, a, an authentic sea change. I mean, I think that the amount of really revolution that's going on in the media environment um, is changing everything. Um, so the, in order to try and make that clear and simple for people, I did uh, start out, I guess it's in the prologue of the book, talking about old marketing and new marketing, and I'm following through with what I call New Marketing University to help uh, really kind of extend all the content that's in the book and help people make use out of it. But, you know, the short form of it is that, um, you know, old marketing really was about push. 
um, you know, we have pictures in our minds of people shoving marketing messages down our throats. And it's a very, very noisy marketing environment where people think they have to be, uh, you know, interruptive. They have to be, you know, they have to kind of be louder than the next guy in order to get the message across. Um, we also used to live in a world that was many, that was one to many. You know, the traditional paradigm was a broadcaster, you know, with a central tower that broadcast out to everybody or a newspaper publisher that owned the presses that sent it out to everybody. And all of that has changed dramatically with the digital media revolution and the social media revolution so that we now really do live in a many-to-many environment. That old paradigm of publishers and broadcasters has been turned upside down, and the the, play, the the playing field is really level because we're all broadcasters and we're all publishers in the YouTube blogging. You know, I could go on and on um, environment. And what what that's done is empowered consumers in a way as never before. And the old kind of shout everybody down and be louder and more obnoxious than the other advertiser approach, you know, is a turnoff to all of us. Nobody likes that anymore. People want to make real, authentic connections. So new marketing is not only many-to-many, it's about being more attractive in a natural way, and that happens by being yourself, sharing real value, and sharing real passion. that make sense? Yeah, it does. It does. So so when someone wants to do marketing – in the social network, social media, um, you're saying they have to get real. Exactly. You know, and, that, and I, I, I want to make the connection to Hoffman right there because, you know, getting real, you know, it's a very easy thing for me to say a phrase like be yourself or let your natural passion come out. But we all know that that takes work. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm constantly kind of in my own personal life surprised at how much is going on inside this little emotional, physical, intellectual body of mine um, that in a lot of cases I'm not aware of and that affect my performance, affect my ability to really put myself out there, uh, even just a very plain and simple affect my ability to take action on the things in my life that really matter to me. And so um, doing the work of the Hoffman process and continue continuing to follow up that has made a huge difference in my ability to express myself in the world and, and do the things that I care about. So I think the emotional intelligence and transformational work like the Hoffman process, you know, dovetails perfectly with this conversation about authenticity, um, you know, in new, new marketing. Okay, so in the, in the world of social media, what are some of the, I guess I'll call them the clues, the... Um, yeah, the main tips you want to give people about their online presence. Well, the the first one, I'll, I'll start, you know, there, there are these eight key concepts that the book is built around. And um, I'll cut right to the end and the, the finale, which I call leading with value. You know, it's, it's uh, you know, basically it's like, I don't know, you could even say, you know, religious people have talked about for years and years, being of service, giving, wanting to give before you take. Um, you know, in order to build relationships, um, you have to offer something of value, I think, for free. Uh, it's not new in business. It's not really revolutionary. You know, we walk around the aisles of virtually any supermarket, and there are people giving you tastes 
so that you can get a sense about what it is. Hopefully, you'll become a regular customer. The same thing happens in social media because when you lead with value, offer a free download, a free ebook, a, you know, an audio program like this. I mean, you guys are doing this radio program so people, I think, so people can get a sense of who you are and what Hoffman's about and the kind of people that do the Hoffman process. That's a, that's a good example of leading with value. Um, without having to charge so that people can begin to get a relationship, begin to get a sense of who you are and what you're about. And that applies not only to Hoffman, obviously, but it applies to virtually any business. So it's, it's very much like being a good citizen. You know, you have to do service, you have to be valuable, then people want to relate to you. If it's more about buy my product, get in the door, how do we manipulate you to make it happen, uh, people will run the other way as fast as they can. You know, it's like to get attention in somebody's email inbox is not going to happen because you're clever. It's going to happen because you actually have something useful and valuable to offer that people care about. And it doesn't have certain, to be everybody, right? It can, yeah. It's, are there, are there it's, certain it's the appropriate of, people. Are there certain kinds of products and services that are more, shall we say, more amenable to Internet social media marketing than others? Well, I think that it's, I mean, certainly in the information age, information companies and information products, I think, have an advantage um, because it's a natural for anybody that's publishing, whether it's music, movies, television, video, uh, or any kind of publication, um, you know, they're already involved in the conversation that I call authentic voice. You know, where I think authenticity comes out is finding really kind of what the true value is. If you're, if you're a packaged goods company, um, articulating that voice and expressing the brand, as they would call it, um, you know, takes a different kind of process and is a little more challenging um, to make a, a quick connection. But if you're a writer um, in any format, whether it's academic, social, whatever, um, you know, that's where blogging and being active with tweeting and so forth, you know, makes a, makes a natural sense. Um, but it can be used to communicate about virtually anything. Uh, but, you know, in the information age, information companies or, you know, media companies are kind of naturals. Hey, John, we're just about to go to break, um, and there's, there's so much to talk about from the sort of the more general things and abstract things about authenticity to, um, well, the more practical things like, what software do I need? And, um, <laughs> <laughs> and so I'd like to talk uh, about some of that as well. We'll be right back in just a couple of minutes here on the Hoffman Connection. If you'd like to participate... 866-472-5788 and we'll be right back. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll free right now at 1-866-472-5787. one 866 472-5787-VoiceAmerica.com Are your unconscious patterns holding you back from a life you truly love? 
For 45 years, the Hoffman process has helped people reclaim their ability to find love, forgiveness, and their true purpose in life. According to a University of California Davis study, Hoffman process participants significantly increased their joy, satisfaction, and emotional intelligence on a sustained and lasting basis. For more information, visit us at hoffmaninstitute.org. The Hoffman process, when you're serious about change, visit hoffmaninstitute.org. Are you looking for more joy, satisfaction, and love in your life? The Hoffman Process can give you the foundation and tools you need to create your ideal future. Celebrating 45 years as the premier personal growth program, the Hoffman Process has helped over 80,000 people worldwide discover answers and guidance to help them find their best life ever. Visit us at hoffmaninstitute.org for more information. The Hoffman Process, when you're serious about change. Again, visit hoffmaninstitute.org. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to The Hoffman Connection. To reach Raz and Grossi, Ed McClune, or this week's guest, please call in to 1-866-472-5788. Again, that's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to radio at hoffmaninstitute.org. Now, back to our program. Hello, this is Raz and Grossi and Ed McClune with the Hoffman Connection. We're speaking today with John Leland, one of the world's uh, leading experts on Internet marketing. And uh, John, uh, yes. what you know, what are the three, three main types of internet marketing that you have identified? Um, there are search engine optimization, pay per click advertising, and social media. Um, and it's it's one of the things that I've done in, in the new book, uh, Internet Marketing: A Key Concepts Every Business Must Know. That for some reason I've hardly ever seen done in other books or, or other formats. People tend to get overwhelmed. Uh, one of my underlying missions, actually, for something like 30 years now, has been, I call it, spanning the Grand Canyon gap between people and technology. And the technology just keeps racing at such an amazing, innovative pace. It's very tough for people to keep track. So I break, I break Internet marketing down into these three categories. Very briefly, search engine optimization is making your content and your website friendly to the search engines so that you bring the, the relevant, appropriate traffic through web searches. Pay-per-click advertising is truly a revolutionary kind of advertising because for the first time, advertising is accountable. It's pay-per-click. So, you know, unlike traditional advertising on TV or newspaper magazine where you kind of hope that it's going to work but you really don't know in what way it works, pay-per-click advertising, you only pay when somebody clicks on your ad and visit your website, and you literally can then track whether they become a customer or whether they participate or not. And then social media uh, as a marketing environment is, you know, the sea change that we were talking about. It's where everybody has a voice. Um, the customer, you know, you know, Amazon is a great example of the way people post reviews, people share recommendations. And I think we all know intuitively, but the research also bears out, that people care far more about recommendations from their friends 
that can frequently happen on the web, not only by Facebook or Twitter, but, you know, by local directories like Yelp or OpenTable, you know, recommending restaurants. So the social media empowers the customer to become your best friend or your worst enemy, depending on how you treat them online. Well, for me, I, I think that social media, I mean, I think it's a little bit of an oxymoron because social media is about connecting people socially and and then marketing in that kind of blurs the the relationship domain and the commercial domain. I mean, are, are people comfortable with that? Well, I think it comes back to where we started in terms of whether your whether your mindset, I guess, is an old marketing paradigm or a new marketing paradigm. In the old marketing paradigm, yeah, and and we see that every day. We see spammers in our email box. We see people trying to. I guess you could say game the system on Facebook or Twitter that are basically, um, you know, shouting their song or their, their spiel, um, via the social networks. And, and, you know, that turns people off and is bottom line ineffective. Um, on the, if you have a new marketing mindset where you really are looking to offer value to people and build authentic relationships, you can have a fan base. Um, you know, you can have loyal followers, loyal people who appreciate the work that you're doing, um, who can connect and support you via social media in ways that have never happened before. I mean, we're in the political season here. We're seeing in the campaigns participation in social media and people sharing messages. I've personally had conversations with undecided, voice, uh, undecided voters on Facebook. They're, you know, so it's become the new public square. Um, and if you market appropriately, as I said before, like a good citizen, um, then marketing and social media is kind of natural, right? Well, tell us, you know, tell, can you tell us a little bit about how to be a good citizen on the social media? Well, the the number one thing is 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 to offer value, um, and not you know it isn't all about sell sell sell. You know, it, I think that you could take it down to kind of the natural experience that you might have. If you're at a cocktail party, you know, if you meet somebody and you guys are not, you, let's say it's two guys or whatever, it doesn't matter. And you're having a natural conversation where people are sharing about what they're doing. You're comfortable with that. But if you meet somebody in that kind of environment and they're, you know, by the way, I have the greatest multi-level marketing product that you've ever heard of and you really have to buy this. You know, you're immediately turned off. And, and that same kind of energy gets put out via the social networks. If somebody's pushing to try and sell something, that's old marketing and it, it's gonna, you know, you're shooting yourself in the foot. But if you're being a natural friend and you're just being yourself, not trying to push something down someone's throat, but if there's genuine interest, um, there's a back and forth process. You know, one, one, when you get more sophisticated about this, we, we talk about a sales funnel. And, you know, in traditional marketing, there's always been sales funnels. It's not a new concept. But in the new marketing environment, there is a process of engagement. So initially, you're attracting people to come check out your blog, check out your website, your YouTube channel, what have you, to get a taste to know what it's about. And then you want to make valuable offers so that you can build that relationship and begin to engage and just like any, you know, relationships take time. It's, I mean, you know that from your life. Um, but people think, oh, marketing, boom, we're going to make a quick hit. 
I love this. there's a, a famous social media author, Gary Vaynerchuk, who talks about, you know, not acting like a teenage boy who, you know, wants to score in the first, first 15 minutes. Um, you know, that kind of behavior is inappropriate in life and it's inappropriate in social media. But being patient, nurturing a relationship, making valuable offers, and, and, you know, being in it for the long haul. You know, it's like I, I was taught when I was growing up in, in a New York business environment, you know, business is about relationships. And you want to nurture those relationships. Well, that's still true today in a social media environment that didn't exist back then. Business is about relationships. And you don't act rude. You don't act pushy. You act appropriate and, and, and listen to your customer and respond. Then it's, then it becomes a real conversation and ideally an authentic relationship. Make sense? Sure does. And so there is something about the old way and the new way mixed together, but I think in the, in this new way, what's striking me is the opportunity to make, to connect in a, in a genuine way with somebody through the media rather than just having to do that in person. And, yeah. um, I mean, and there's also a big choice on the other side. They can cho- choose to engage with you or not. Yeah, that, and you have to remember that. And not only that, if you're overly pushy or, you know, inappropriate in any way, it's not only going to kill that sale, it has the potential to kill many other sales. You know, there's, there, there are literally hundreds of customer service stories where an employee was rude or, you know, I guess one of the most famous ones is this United Airlines situation where the, the, the guy's guitar case was treated inappropriately and he went and wrote a song and published it on YouTube and you know United Airlines was done quite a bit of damage um, because they dissed this one customer and treated him rudely and treated his guitar rudely and um, they paid a price because he had he was now a broadcaster he, he, he had the power of YouTube and the internet to get his complaint out whereas before it would have just fallen on deaf ears so that's, it. that's why it's really different. Got it. Yeah, I've so, seen so many times on some seemingly small story about, like, so, something along the line that you just said, a guy's guitar case getting beat up actually even makes it into the mainstream media, but it certainly elevates people beyond the point of just writing a letter to somebody and hoping it something happens. Yeah, I mean, one one of the I mean, we, I was talking before about this political season. One of, the, one of the stories that I talk about in the book was the, you know, during the election four years ago, you know, the the uh, what are they called, <laughs> the Black Eyed Peas musician Will I Am, you know, did that video mashing up Obama and Martin Luther King and 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 music that went viral and you know arguably had a significant impact on the on the election. And that was just one guy being creative with the media tools that he had at his disposal. It helped that he was a successful musician for sure, but um, the power of creating new messages that don't have to make it onto broadcast television in order to reach millions of people is is a completely new media environment that you know ten years ago just didn't exist. Hmm. And, and, and that, and the thing that people don't realize, and part of the reason that I get so excited about this, is we're still at the very early stages of this. I mean, I can cite an example like that from four years ago, 
Um, but and, and I think we're going to see even more significant things happen during this election, even in, even though there's only two months left or less than two months left until election day. Um, but the game has changed. Um, you know, we're seeing far more grassroots media um, and people starting their own causes, people supporting causes that they care about, and spreading the message to their friends and to other people with similar values and similar interests. Um, in ways that just didn't exist before. It, it used to be called broadcasting. I like, you know, I was involved in the early days of cable when we had the first narrow casting. You know, CNN was new, MTV was new, you know, ESPN was new. Then those were considered narrow cast networks. Now we have microcasting, where you know it doesn't have to even just be golf, which is you know never had any exposure on television. You know, it can be tiddlywinks or you know, you name the most esoteric sport you can think of, and they can have their own channels and their own followers and their own networks. Um, you know, one of the things... I, I would pay an extra cable for a tiddlywink network, John. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready for it. Yeah, I mean, one of the things that, that, that I love about this whole environment is that it also debunks this whole idea that you have to have a home run, home run mega hit. That you have to, it has to be a blockbuster success in order to be a, a call it success. A guy named Kevin Kelly came up with a concept that he calls a thousand true fans. Um, and of course, in a media environment, a thousand is a very small number. Um, but if you have a thousand true fans that are willing to spend a hundred dollars a year on what it is that you're creating, you know, that's a hundred thousand dollars a year. Um, if you're doing that as an individual, that's a, that's a living. Um, if you're a rock band with four people, you know, you can do the math and figure out what you have to do. But, but the point is, you know, or maybe you only want to sell $50 a year worth of stuff, or maybe you want to sell $1,000 a year worth of stuff. The point is that with these small networks of people that have common interests and are bonded around, I mean, it could be making a difference about a social issue, or it could be just some kind of music that people like, or on and on and on. The point is that with a thousand true fans, you can have a business. And, and those kinds of new small businesses that are internet based are propping up all over the place. And again, this is just the beginning. So it creates a whole entrepreneurial energy that creates jobs and creates creative opportunities that we just haven't seen before. Um, and that's a whole new model. Right, if you were a musician trying to make it before you had to get a record deal and get distributed, or if you were an author as a much better example even, or I guess the music thing holds up as well. But, you know, as an author, I wanted to publish this book. I wanted to, you know, it turned out to be, like you said earlier, Raz, less than 100 pages. But it, it's the bottom line for me of what I think is literally the eight key concepts every business must know. It's like the foundation of everything that I do in, in one 90-page book. Um, I couldn't have got that published in the old world, but I just went and did it myself and went on. It's on Amazon. It's available as an ebook, Kindle. I've got a PDF that I can offer people as a sample, as a download, and we're doing print on demand, and I didn't have to invest in inventory. Um, you know, if you order a print copy on Amazon.com, they literally print it and mail it out to you. Um, a little more expensive, but I don't have that investment of, of, of trying to, of having to publish a thousand books and, and, pay for inventory. So that kind of stuff is, is makes me very excited because I know that there are thousands and thousands of people with 
creative dreams and businesses that they want to create and records they want to make and movies they want to make and books they want to write, you name it. And, and now we can do that in ways that really can work. Yeah, There's John, it's, it's, it's just so apparent, you know, to all of us who are um, in business in one form or another or, you know, want to go shopping to some place that new media is where it's at. I mean, you know, the yellow pages is another dinosaur of our, of our generation, you know. Absolutely. So, um, let's talk a little bit more about the specifics when we get back. We're just going to take a, a quick break here. We're talking to John Leland. And if you're interested in uh, giving John a call and learning out, learning more, um, about what he's up to, please give, Find a way to uh, get in touch with us here. You can give us a call and ask John a question. And it actually, today, especially if you give, um, John's giving the first three callers a copy of his latest book. So 1-866-472-5788 is the phone number to use. 866-472-5788. We'll be back with John Leland on the Hoffman Connection. Voice counts. Call toll free 1 866 472 5787. 1 866 472 5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you looking for more joy, satisfaction, and love in your life? The Hoffman Process can give you the foundation and tools you need to create your ideal future. Celebrating 45 years as the premier personal growth program, the Hoffman Process has helped over 80,000 people worldwide discover answers and guidance to help them find their best life ever. Visit us at hoffmaninstitute.org for more information. The Hoffman Process, when you're serious about change. Again, visit hoffmaninstitute.org. Are your unconscious patterns holding you back from a life you truly love? For 45 years, the Hoffman Process has helped people reclaim their ability to find love, forgiveness, and their true purpose in life. According to a University of California Davis study, Hoffman Process participants significantly increased their joy, satisfaction, and emotional intelligence on a sustained and lasting basis. For more information, visit us at hoffmaninstitute.org. The Hoffman Process, when you're serious about change. Visit hoffmaninstitute.org. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to The Hoffman Connection. To reach Raz and Grossi, Ed McClune, or this week's guest, please call in to 1-866-472-5788. Again, that's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to radio at hoffmaninstitute.org. Now, back to our program. We're speaking today to new media marketing expert, John. Ed, your voice is going in and out. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Yeah, you're breaking up a little there, Ed. Okay. Well, I'll just take it away, and Ed can come back in. We're talking to uh, social media marketing expert, John Leland. And, John, uh, tell us a little bit about the kinds of software or equipment people should be investing in, uh, what are some important things, you know, because you said the landscape is changing all the time, 
and the uh, how do you keep ahead of the curve? Well, I, I, it's not really about equipment anymore. I mean, you know, the best kind of computer that you can get and the best, fastest Internet connection is is the only hardware that you need. Um, which, oh, let's see, I may need to... I was having trouble with that phone before. I'm getting a battery warning on my phone. We seem to... You ask about technology, and all of a sudden we're having technological we issues. Meltdown. Um, yeah, hang on. i got to ask you hang on just one second. That teaches you to talk about technology. It all starts going on the fritz. It seems that way. My refrigerator's still working, though. What'd you say, Ed? Oh, it seems that way. <laughs> I'm back. Good. Can you hear me? You're going in and out, Ed. Yeah, it's all choppy. And, and John might have changed his battery by now. Yeah, I did. I'm back. All right, John. Um, you were asking me about... Uh, the technology and you know the software these days is kind of a whole new breed we call it software as a service s a a s um which means that it's all web based so you know not too long ago you would get a, a cd or a dvd and install your software on your computer that way these days um in internet marketing and in publishing a website we use web-based software that lives on the web server, and you sign in as we're all kind of familiar, even, you know, a site like Amazon, um, to use a username and password in order to access the editing tools to, to publish to your blog, for example. Um, I use WordPress and my company, combridges.com, uh, we pretty much standardize on WordPress these days as what's called a content management system. And that's a, it's a web-based software that makes it as about as easy as it could be for people to update their websites. Um, and the basics of social media is creating profiles, um, having a presence uh, on the big social networks like Facebook, which is now close approaching a billion users, um, Twitter, um, in a business-to-business environment, LinkedIn for sure. Um, I'm a big proponent of video, and we can talk about why video is so important if you want, um, but I think a YouTube presence is really important. And Google Plus, um, I got into in the book, is, you know, is a lot of people still don't recognize it, but because of the relationship with Google, some video advantages that they have, um, and the kind of environment it is, I think, is also an important place for businesses to be in a social media context. So tell us a little bit about Google. What is what is so important about that? Well, Google Plus is, you know, Google, we all, I mean, not everybody knows actually how huge they are, um, but they're, they're doing something like $10 billion of revenue a year. Uh, I'm sorry, $10 billion a quarter, um, at $40 billion a year. And that is 99% in... Uh, the pay-per-click advertising that I was talking about. Um, but they've started now their own social network called Google+. Plus. Um, and it's, a, um, it's, a, it's actually a very attractive interface. It works really well for um, photo sharing. I find that there's less noise there, that actually the quality of people that I follow and the information that I get via Google+, Plus um, is in some cases, better than when I'm getting off of Twitter and Facebook, for example. Um, and one thing that I like that Google Plus has that nobody else has is this thing called Google Plus Hangouts, which is a video conferencing 
um, application basically built into the Google Plus platform where we can get together virtually any number of people watching a video show. Um, for example, I like a photographer called Trey Radcliffe, and he does a hangout uh, every Monday night with photographers from all over the world showing their work, talking about their techniques. And and the, the other thing about Google Hangouts that is really kind of amazing is that it, with one click, you can publish your multi-user video conference onto YouTube as a video that anybody can watch anytime. And, you know, as you know, I've been a video producer for many years and in, in doing video for the web have been experimenting with all kinds of technologies and workflows. And the ability to do a live interactive video conversation and with one click via Google Hangouts on Air, put that on YouTube, that's an amazing convenience and probably worth the price of being involved in Google Plus by itself. And there is no price. It's free. <laughs> the time you know, involved. Uh- and one of the funny things that um, that strikes me is that uh, you know I didn't I didn't know where I was five years ago, and now it feels like oh my god, five years have gone back gone by. I'm really lost now. How could I ever catch up? But uh, what you're saying to us is you got to jump in. Uh, is that sort of your message? Yeah, it is. Um, you know, in in one of the key concepts, I talk about. Uh, engagement about the analytics and, and launch and learn so that you get the feedback, be in it to win it, which is kind of the spirit of what you're saying, because the information is so valuable. But, but yeah, there is a learning curve and there is definitely time involved. There's no getting around that. But like I said before, this is just the beginning. So it's kind of like, you know, there's still people that have not learned to use a personal computer, for example. And, you know, and they miss out, in my opinion, on a huge amount of stuff. I, you know, one of the things that gets me involved with all this is I'm just fascinated by the different dynamics of what's different between being on Facebook versus being on Google Plus, for example. Um, But that helps me to be familiar and to have conversations and really to build relationships with people that I hadn't before. You know, we, we don't kind of, people don't hesitate when they go to business networking events because they know they need to meet people and the way that business is done is is really through networking. And going to a business networking event kind of sounds like a no-brainer. But all of these social networks in a business context are business networking events. You have the opportunity to meet people, to start conversations, to find people that share your value, to find people that appreciate what it is you have to offer, and, um, yeah, I think you got to start doing it um, if you're not doing it. And, you know, another side of it that we haven't talked about is email. Um, I think that building an email list is another very important um, strategy that I'm kind of amazed how few businesses really are doing well um, because they treat it like a print newsletter. And really it's about being more conversational, more engaging, how do you get, you know, you don't want to just kind of push content out there at people. You want to create things that are interactive and engaging and get a response and start a conversation. Um, you know, one of the, there's a, we can do a whole another hour about web statistics and web analytics, but one of the big misunderstandings about email is that people look at the open rate and um, how many people opened it. And that's an interesting number. But I would say that the number that you should look at is how many people clicked on something. Because if if people opened it and didn't do anything, nothing happened. 
But if right. people click on a link and go to a page and something else happened, and then you, once they come to that page, what happened? That's a, you know one of one of the other key concepts. Uh, number three actually is about conversions and engagement. And the question that I want everybody to keep asking is, what happens next? Okay, they opened your email newsletter. What happens next? Well, they want to click. They better click on something. Okay, they clicked on something and they went to a page. Okay, what happens next? What happens when they got to that page? Were you able to capture a lead? Were you able to track the fact that they were on the page? Were you able to make them some kind of offer that led to further engagement and move them down this funnel from uh, attract, engage, relate? Um, You know, that's the kinds of opportunities that are out there for people that are, you know, acting in a conscious way with Internet marketing. All right, John. So um, I think we'll take another break at this point, and we'll come back with our last segment here on the Hoffman Connection. If you'd like to participate in the show, the number to use is 866-472-5788, 472-5788. also want to remind people that if you'd like to learn more about the Hoffman process this afternoon at 5 o'clock, that's 5 o'clock Pacific time every Tuesday afternoon, there's a free and confidential introductory call to learn more about our major course, our most important course. And you can find all the information about that and much more about the Hoffman Process and the Hoffman Institute Foundation on our website, hoffmaninstitute.org. We'll be Do right it, back. Folks. Do it, folks. It's good. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Are your unconscious patterns holding you back from a life you truly love? For 45 years, the Hoffman Process has helped people reclaim their ability to find love, forgiveness, and their true purpose in life. According to a University of California Davis study, Hoffman Process participants significantly increased their joy, satisfaction, and emotional intelligence on a sustained and lasting basis. For more information, visit us at hoffmaninstitute.org. The Hoffman Process, when you're serious about change. Visit hoffmaninstitute.org. Are you looking for more joy, satisfaction, and love in your life? The Hoffman Process can give you the foundation and tools you need to create your ideal future. Celebrating 45 years as the premier personal growth program, the Hoffman Process has helped over 80,000 people worldwide discover answers and guidance to help them find their best life ever. Visit us at hoffmaninstitute.org for more information. The Hoffman Process, when you're serious about change. Again, visit hoffmaninstitute.org. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to The Hoffman Connection. To reach Raz and Grossi, Ed McLoon, or this week's guest, please call in to 1-866-472-5788. Again, that's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to radio at hoffmaninstitute.org. Now, back to our program. 
Okay, John. So I'm a small entrepreneur. I've got my therapy practice, and I know that if anybody's ever going to find my services, I've got to have a presence online. And some of even even the vocabulary that is coming out kind of goes over my head. What's a what's a poor tech schlub like me supposed to do? Well, I, I I mean, I don't think that you were intentionally throwing me a lead there, but it is the reason that I wrote my book. Um, you know, the, the Internet marketing, eight key concepts every business must know, is designed as a primer, um, as a primer, as an introduction overview, um, like I said, in only about 90 pages. So that that is a place to start because I think that it's going to give you some of the main foundational concepts that you need. Um, on a more pra- on another practical level, um, you know, one of the things that a lot of businesses forget about are the directories. Um, you know, the yellow pages have gone the way of the dinosaurs, and now um, being found in the search engines um, becomes crucially important. And we can talk more about that if we have time. But things like getting a Yelp directory, um, Google has a business directory, Yahoo has a business directory. Um, there are um, internet white, internet yellow pages sites. Um, getting your getting your business listed on as many of those sites as possible um, is really a great place to start. Um, the other thing that I think that, and I know this is more time consuming, but I think that every business should have a blog. But the and the blog is is where you um, really can articulate your voice and becomes the hub for other social media that you're doing so that you can use uh, Facebook, Twitter, and so forth to bring people into your blog uh, and to join the conversation. But it's where you can talk about your values. Um, and one other really practical thing is, you know, and, and this varies obviously to, from business to business, but there are probably directories of therapists, um, you know, like 1-800-PLUMBER, if you will, um, but, you know, where there may be associations or there may be people doing um, as a service in various industries, and you really will do yourself well to be listed in those directories so that when people are searching, um, those directories get found in the search engines. That, think, is that answering the question you're asking? That's a great start. I think um, therapists and plumbers do have a lot to in common. So. <laughs> Just a different kind of plumbing, that's all. <laughs> that's right. Emotional intelligence plumbing versus the actual physical pipes. And, 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 and we, we therapists, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily include Hoffman teachers, but are, are kind of renowned for our um, incapacity at, at tech. Um, you know, I've certainly bought software for my business that even the tutorials are over my head. So I'm just wondering, your new book is in English. I mean, it's not in, um, I don't know, Silicon Valley speak too much? No, I, I mean, I've designed it and, and really kind of thinking about what, what do people need to know and, and explain and define terms as I go. Um, and it is in English so far. We're hoping it's going to be in other <laughs> languages, but it's, it's not in geek speak. I mean, that's, that's part of the problem, I think, is that a lot of the books on the subject, and there's some great ones, um, but they all kind of pick niches and go really deep. And what I've tried to do with this book is to provide a really broad foundation um, introduction that then when you read other books and look at other resources, they'll make more sense to you. So I'm trying to build that communication bridge, if you will, to help people understand how to get started and what's involved and, 
And what are some of these key principles so that they know about new marketing versus old marketing and aren't coming into it um, trying to push their message down somebody's throat via social media? That's the last thing that I want to have happen. Well, John, could you tell us a little bit about how – I, I want to actually ask you to describe your book and how people can gain access to it, either, either as a, you know, a real book, that is, say, paper book, or electronic, and how can people read what you have to say? Well, it's just come out this week. It's on Amazon.com initially. I will um, take it other places in the future. Um, but if the paperback is fourteen ninety seven. Um, and that's available on Amazon through their uh, independent publishing company called CreateSpace. And then it's available electronically um, as in the Kindle format. So Amazon sells that too. One mistake that a lot of people make is they think, oh, you have to have a Kindle to read Kindle books, and that's not true at all. Um, in fact, you can read the Kindle format ebook on virtually any kind of computer. Um, I and and for example, I use an iPad, and I downloaded the free Kindle app, and I, I buy books from Amazon and read them on my iPad. You could read it, read them on a PC, you could read them on an Android phone, iPhone, you name it. Um, so and the the ebook Kindle format is only four ninety nine, um, so it's basically five dollars for the ebook. And uh, you know because I I'm keeping these prices as low as I can. The the paperback um, is a full color book. Uh, so it cost me about seven and a half dollars to print it, and then Amazon takes their cut. So I'm only making a couple bucks per book, even though um, you know I'm self-publishing. But my idea is to really get this out there and try and have it be of service, and you know, obviously in a self-serving sense, for it to be a kind of calling card that people um, get some appreciation for the expertise that I offer. May well, it go viral, John. May it go viral. Well, it's pretty you, amazing to think about what you just described, John, because um, you know the possibility you you don't have to cut a deal with a publisher. You're just out there, a presence for everyone to connect with. And here we are on our radio show, which is not in the normal sense a radio show. It's a internet streaming internet show that people can pick up on and uh, access later because it's archived. So all this media, various forms of media, fit together. Yep. It's, and it's and it's all going digital. I mean, you know that even the broadcasters are doing it digitally now, and that means that all these distribution and you know the on-demand archive playback that you're talking about, so, and you know, and I can then take the link and put that on my website, and somebody else can share it on Facebook, and you have your Hoffman Institute Facebook page and post it there, and so forth. I mean, it, it's a kind of distribution that simply was unimaginable only a few years ago. So tell us about digital. What do you mean? It's going digital. What did that mean? Well, you know, my my background is in video, um, and, you know, I'm, I'm an award-winning writer, producer, director, and, and, and started my own company in 85 in New York doing video and got involved in, we call it in the software business, um, being an evangelist for the desktop video revolution. Um, and when I used to edit promos for USA Network, we would be in a, a post-production studio that cost a half a million dollars, and that was analog video. With this revolution that's happened, you know, in whatever that is, 18 years since then, um, I can now do at least as sophisticated, if not more sophisticated, production on my MacBook Pro using Final Cut Pro from Apple. That's just the software I use. There's obviously other software. 
but the the power of media both to be distributed virtually anywhere anytime um, and to be produced on virtually any kind of computer with broadcast quality um, you know is a real game changer you know when you think about what's going on with music for example you know we we all are old enough to remember cassette tapes and A-track tapes and vinyl LPs um, and where we've gone now is you know I don't I don't buy CDs anymore it's like, why would I want a CD when I can have my entire, either or, the, all the music in the universe via an app like Spotify or radio stations on something like Pandora, um, or worst case, iTunes buying digital copies? Why would we want to lug around all those physical CDs and cases and, you know, deal with all that? Um, the same thing is happening with video content, the digital conversion of distribution, you know, means that in my living room I, I can call up something, and this is today, and again, it's just the beginning of what's to come, but I can pull up a YouTube video on my iPad, punch a button, and uh, have it go through my Apple TV and be on the big screen and the speakers that we have in our living room. Because everything goes digital, it can be distributed anywhere, anytime, and more and more anywhere, anytime. Um, I know we're running out of time, but the mobile yeah. revolution adds an entire other dimension to that, which really does mean anywhere, anytime. Um, right. So it's less expensive to produce and far easier to distribute. Wonderful. John, thank, thank you, you John. so much. You've illuminated uh, a whole world for us, and uh, we really love it. It's, it's a world that we all are getting to know more and more, and it's possible to jump right in, read John's book. Internet marketing, eight key concepts every business must know. Next week, we're going to be on the Hoffman Connection with Shannon White, and she is addressing all the issues that people have to face with their aging parents. And uh, she's got an amazing book out. She'll tell us all about it. If you've got an aging parent or you're going to be one soon, you want to listen, you want to listen next week. That's great. Thanks for being with us this week. Thank right, you thanks, so much, Raz. guys. Thank you, John. Thank you again for being a part of the Hoffman Connection. Please join your hosts, Raz and Grossi and Ed McLoon, again next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until then, make it an outstanding week.